Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, Here we are continuing our discussion on uh, the life of prayer, what we call believing prayer. Uh, it's a the, fantastic study, yeah, right? Yeah, life, uh, what we say, connection to the life of the Spirit, because we've we've tried to keep reiterating um, a simple, beautiful truth about that, and that is that when you th- keep thinking about prayer, picture in your mind the life of the disciples with Jesus for the three, mm-hmm. years, three years they were here. Um, in essence, for three years they were in prayer. Right. Uh, it wasn't that they went off and gave a list to God and then uh, ordered Jesus and say, you know, then we're going to go do life together. They did life together, and through their dialoguing, their conversations, mm-hmm. their questions, their answers, Jesus uh, interrupting, Jesus demonstrating, uh, Jesus revealing, all of that was would be considered prayer. And that's what he said at mm-hmm. the end. He said, "Yeah, you guys, you guys never have had to pray." Because you've had me, right? Um, hey, guess what? Uh, I know. I know you're a little bit concerned. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, going forward, are we going to lose that? Mm. And you're going to have to go to a different way of operating. He said, "Actually, no." He said, I, "It's going to even be deeper because I'm going to put myself within you, mm-hmm. and we're going to continue to have this life together. So you guys just continue on." Um, and that's why uh, the essence of prayer has really been misunderstood because, again, the way we learn prayer is observation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is, well, you guys go and you give God a list. Right. And, and then tell God, here's what you'd like to be done. And mm-hmm. the answer is going to be yes, no, maybe. And I'll know the yes, no, maybe when I find out what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, no, no, no. Prayer is, is communication, dialogue. And, and he said in, in Luke 11, which we've spent time in, uh, thy kingdom come. It happens in the kingdom. You got to live in the mm-hmm. kingdom. I'm the king. You're not. You got to surrender your will to mine to be in the kingdom. Come as a little child. And then he says, um, thy will be done. And that's what you ask for. Ask, seek, knock. Mm-hmm. Ask for my will all the time. What, what do you have to say about this? Seek it as if it's lost treasure. So you have to, you do have to spend some energy looking for truth, which we'll get, mm-hmm. we're going to get into through the rest of this discussion. Um, and then there'll be specific situations where you'll knock and say, I think I understand this to be your will. And I'm going to specifically see, is this it? Mm-hmm. And God says, I'll, I'll open the door and yep, or no, you're close but that's not the right door. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, No, don't knock the door down. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Although uh, sometimes we'd want to. (laughs) Yeah, we want to. So that um, he's trying to shift our understanding of prayer and uh, and then he says this beautiful thing that we talked about last time. Uh, One is, uh, I want you to persist in seeking my will. 
mm-hmm. and, and think about the persistence in a sense that's really simple. Stay with me until you know my will. Right, uh, right. And by the way, my will is a path, not a destination. So that even when you get an answer, uh, like for example, um, uh, and this happens obviously a lot of us is we're looking for a new house to buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there's a specific house. And what's your will? What's your will? What's your will? Ultimately, you knock on that door. There it is. Uh, this is it. Okay, great. You move in. Guess what? Now what? <laughs> um, how do we handle our neighbors? How do we handle our time here? Uh, what about this next piece of life? So it wasn't like the final answer. It was just a milestone. It was, yes, part along the path, a, right? Along We're the path, just on this path. So that you recognize that, yes, you'll have answers. Yes, you'll have things happen. Yes, you'll have events. You'll have milestones. You'll have God fulfilling it. But you're going to wind up with a new set of requests, a new set of issues, what we call unresolved issues in your life. And it's always, okay, what do you have to say about that? What's Mm -hmm. my will? Seek it. And then he says, um, I'm going to tell you something that's really important. Uh, I'm not going to bait and switch you. Mm. Um, And it's very, very significant. I'm actually, I'm working with a group of guys now that we took an example of one of the guys and uh, he had a big question about something, and we said, okay, let's process it accordingly with uh, ask, seek, and knock. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, we, we talked about this issue that as you're receiving truth, you're not going to be bait and switched. Mm-hmm. It's not that God says, I'm showing you things, but basically you can disregard them because I was just kidding. Right. Uh, and this comes back to trusting him, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Trusting him in the process. He said, really, what I'm going to do is give you the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit knows the answers. And his mm-hmm. job is to get you the answers. Trust it. The information you're getting is is going to become clear to you. And it's my information. And by the way, he says, when it's not clear, because sometimes we get, it seems like contradictory. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sure about that. Is that what do you want me to understand about that? He said, ask me, I'll bring clarity to that. Trust me that I'll take you to the answer and we mm-hmm. can believe it. And so we're going to move into this discussion of, well, what does that look like? Um, how do we process that? So the first thing he does, is he tells us about seeking wisdom. So go to uh, uh, James chapter one, verses two, mm-hmm. two to eight. Sure. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea tossed by the wind." For not let that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He's a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Yep. So um, one thing he says, which we've talked about before, uh, we won't spend a lot of time on that, but he says when you encounter certain trials, and trials are difficulties, hard circumstances, adversity, things that don't seem to be working, he says sometimes it's a test of faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, now... Um, that means, well, yeah, actually, 
this particular, now by the way, not all trials, but this particular trial is from me, God speaking. And I'm, mm-hmm. te- and what is he testing? If you're, if you've kind of got what he's teaching you, if yeah. you, you know, if you're grasping that, and a lot of times it's just along the process. In fact, you'll see just like, just like in the classroom, um, if I was teaching a concept in math and along the way, I wanted to give markers to see for one, for me to see if, if the students are understanding and two, for them to see that they're understanding this correctly and they've got this foundation to build on. And so along the way, there would be tests or quizzes or whatever in order to give clarity as to where we're at. Yeah, yeah. And, and remember, he defines faith in, in uh, uh, Hebrews 11 as certainty of what I've spoken. Mm-hmm. So that means if you're in the middle of a test of faith, it means you actually understand that piece of it. Well, I have heard, heard him speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I've received something that he said. And of course, then his question is, well, do you believe it? Right. And uh, you're working at belief. And he says, by the way, I'll finish faith. I'll give you mm-hmm. faith. So the test is just a simple, uh, well, the circumstances, what I call, went south on you. They went the mm-hmm. opposite in the middle of it. And God says, how did you react to that? Uh, Mm. Did I get upset? Did I get anxious? Did I get fearful? Did I start to take back over as opposed to, well, yeah, I know that, but God said, and I trust it. I believe it. I'm going to stay with it Mm -hmm. until I see the fulfillment of that. I'm not going to go to worry, fear, and anxiety or try to take over. And I passed the test or, yeah, you didn't pass the test. Right. He said, if you didn't pass the test, by the way, it's no problem. I'm only, Let's go back and I'm, try this again. <laughs> I'm only doing it. I'm only doing it so that you know you're not finished yet. Because mm-hmm. the most interesting, the most dangerous place to be is you think you are, but you're not. Right. Uh, right. And uh, I got more to go with you. Abide with me. The faith comes in hearing here from the word. Uh, this is in Romans ten seventeen. Uh, stay with me so that you know. And I think we've shared this before, but you know, when Linda was learning forgiveness. Uh, she said, uh, and I'm pretty confident I now believe that I have forgiveness for this person. And, uh, and I was, we were together actually going to the airport, and uh, I just asked the father, is, is that so? Mm-hmm. And he said, no, not yet. Uh, right. So uh, I just say to Linda, so you believe you, you have forgiveness? Yes. Are you sure? You have forgiveness, yes. So I said, you're 100% sure (laughs) that you have forgiveness. She says, yes. And when she says, yes, that person called her on the phone. Mm -hmm. And she has a big blow up and is mad and is upset. And and I said, "Uh, what do you think? (laughs) Uh, And she said, uh, well, I guess not. Um, But she knew something about tests. Mm-hmm. I'm just not done yet. I got to stay with God further to receive what he has to say to me mm-hmm. and give me the faith to believe and receive what he just said. So right. uh, he said, I will work it and you seek me. And then, he, and then he makes a statement, and this is true of everything, is when you lack wisdom, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to ask him for it. Well, then give me wisdom. Uh, give mm-hmm. me your will. Give me your understanding. Now, um, this is important. When do we lack wisdom? All the time. Okay. All right. How, how come? How come we, by definition, we lack wisdom, even though 
we're pretty sure, eh, I think I, I think I know what to do here. Yeah. But he sees things with clarity. He sees a bigger picture than we can possibly see and down the road and all the moving pieces that we just have, you know, as, you know, humans, we have a very limited perspective. And right. so we cannot have the depth of wisdom without asking him. That, that's right. So that uh, what's around the corner is something that um, he knows the future and I don't by definition. Mm-hmm. So that maybe it looks good to me. Uh, and the way that I portray that is that um, we're, we're, we're going on a hundred mile path and we see the first 10 feet. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what is beyond that, and he can say, "Well, if you if you go down this other way, it looks good to you, but the truth is, it's not going to be good for you because I know something that you don't, uh, and I'm trying to prevent you." And, and again, a real simple example of that. Uh, uh, and when COVID, uh, you know, hit, uh, if you remember, uh, it hit in the. Uh, March, April of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the fall, winter of 2019, the economy was booming. Mm-hmm. And I was actually dealing with a real estate uh, commercial developer. And uh, he, was, he was understanding what we're learning. Um, I'm not going to tell God what I want. I'm going to seek his will. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he understood something. Um, it's not about what I, what I think I know today. It's I'm going to seek his will about everything. And he said, I'm, right. I'm about ready to do some new commercial office buildings. Um, Father, what's your will? So he seeks it and he goes through it and he starts to receive no. The answer is no, mm-hmm. don't do it. Now, to him, it didn't make any sense because his partners and everybody was saying, wait a minute, the economy is booming. This is exactly the time we need to do this. But he says, I'm, I'm receiving no. No. Yeah, um, that's interesting. I don't really quite understand it. So he was, he was uh, a little bit, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. And I, probably questioning, am I hearing right? That's right. You know? uh, I said now, uh, and, I, and we're using, actually, I'm using this verse. What do you do? Well, I need to ask God, what does mm-hmm. God promise you? I'll give it to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the word there in the, in the English is generously. Uh, the Greek says, I'll give it to you with great clarity. Mm-hmm. And the word there is uh, so that you know that you know that you know what my answer is to your question. Uh, so I said, keep going. I said, you know, get some other people around you. Uh, it's a spiritual thing. I said, it's not intellectual. Because intellectually, you think you should do it, mm-hmm. but let it be spiritual. And so other people said, I'm getting the same thing. Um, I think the answer is no. I don't know why, but I can confirm that the answer is no. So he, he worked it through. And so he decided, I've gotten God's will, and the answer at the moment is no, and I'm going to stay with that. I'm going to believe it. Well, uh, two months later... COVID hits. <laughs> and then suddenly he understands what God was saying no about. Because, because what happened was uh, it shut down the economic system and everybody stopped going to work, if you remember. Yes, yeah. Uh, and then so people didn't need offices. And then because of it, 
uh, over the time of the next year or so afterwards, what did people learn? Actually, I don't, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. need to be in the office full time. And either people... And the whole dynamic changed. The whole dynamic what, changed. Yeah. Uh, Commercial real estate completely changed. Yeah. So it went from um, being in an office to now either remote or what's called hybrid in that I don't even need office space. I can just go to a meeting space when we need to meet and I can be separate. So uh, commercial office buildings shifted from a certain use. And now there's, there's, by the way, and this is one thing that's impacting the economy, there's a lot of office buildings um, who leases are coming up from the companies that had committed to leases. Uh, and now um, they're going to have a lot of empty space. So it's not a great time to invest in commercial mm-hmm. office space. So uh, because why? Well, God knew something around the corner that didn't per se make sense. And it looked to him, the first 10 feet looked pretty good. But uh, you know what? God mm-hmm. knows the answer and I trust right. Okay, now he says, uh, I want you to ask me all the time because there's more that I know that you don't just by definition. Okay, next, he says, there is a condition. If you're gonna receive what I have to say, what's the condition? Well, that you've got to be listening to me and following what I say. Yeah. You've got to step into that. Yeah. You've got to believe mm-hmm. that I will get you the answer. Right. Uh, and you've got to get that settled. Uh, he doesn't say here that you have to believe what I say. Because, mm. and, that, and we just went just back. Just that you will, get, that he will yeah. get you there. Because yeah. we went back to, remember the test is, do you believe what I said? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the answer is, eh, not really. Uh, he said, that's okay. Because he'll even work in growing that belief in you. If you just stay with him I'm in the ta- process. I'll take you to yeah. faith. So I, I'm not saying you have to believe up front what I tell you. It's that I will tell you. You have to get mm-hmm. that settled. He said, if you don't, you're a double-minded man, unstable in all your ways. And don't think that I can then speak anything to you. Okay, now... Um, Let's unpack that a little bit. Um, first of all, unstable. Mm-hmm. When you think of anything unstable, what do you, what do you think of? Well, you picture kind of that rocking back and forth. Right. You know, eh, maybe, maybe not, maybe, maybe not. Just that waffling. Yeah, you're not on solid ground and you're going to mm-hmm. fall off because everything is shifting. So you're unstable. And then uh, you're uh, a double-minded. And the double-minded there literally is the picture of a washing machine Mm -hmm. Uh, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Hmm. Maybe, yeah, maybe no, maybe, yeah, maybe no. Uh, He says, uh, you don't know because you're not sure. And therefore I can't tell you the answer because you haven't got that piece settled yet. Now here's why. He said, if you're unstable back and forth, Maybe, yeah, maybe no. Is this God? Maybe not. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's the enemy. Maybe it's my friends. Maybe, yeah, maybe no. He says, even if I gave you the answer, where are you at with all that? You're not believing it yet. Well, you're deciding, is this from God or not? Mm-hmm. And you're still in a place where you're deciding yourself. He mm-hmm. said, since you're going to be in that place where you're deciding yourself, I'm not even going to bother telling you. Right. Because uh, you've, you've lost that opportunity 
because he said the one critical thing, if you're going to seek wisdom from me, is uh, you have to settle and get settled. If you ask me, I'm going to get you the answer. Mm-hmm. And you got to trust, again, it's okay, just like that guy in the real estate, when he got the answer, it was like, is that really right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard it, but I got to confirm it and I got to understand it deeper and show me more about that. I'm hearing you because I have a heart to hear, but I'm, I'm, I'm still struggling with the answer. He said, that's okay. Mm-hmm. If he would have said, I'm going to ask God, but I don't really expect him to answer me. Right. Then God would have said, well, I'm not answering you. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. If you want to pursue on your own logic, I'm not going to force you. I'm not going to... Uh, uh, protect you from that. If I was you, I'd seek me. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to I seek think, me, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I think sometimes what happens too is there's there's that, um, but then there's also this side of we sometimes honestly don't want to hear. <laughs> and so having, you know, you talked about he had a heart to hear. Yeah. So he wanted to know. So God was speaking, and then he's staying in that process. Sometimes even when we pray. We pray and we don't want to hear what he has to say. We just want to say, well, I prayed about it. So God should be blessing. You know, we, we don't want to stop and listen and process with him and allow him to bring us to understanding the truth of what he's telling us. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it's what uh, our friend Dave Dunkel says, shopping for a yes. Yes, uh, exactly. Is, uh, I'm going to exactly. try. I'm going to try to get people around me that say, yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, hey, I prayed about it and asked people and. You know, it's a yes. I'm shopping for a yes, and as opposed right. to you know, what's the truth? And and so he says, um, you can trust me that I'll get it to you. Now the question that comes up is, well, wait a second. Um, you're talking about hearing his voice, understanding. I'm not even I'm not even far down the road on that piece of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't you have to be kind of uh, let's say uh, proficient? at processing hearing his voice i hear you say and kathy say god said mm-hmm. and you hear his voice but i haven't experienced that much and right. uh, do i have to go learn that and get get really good at that be able to to have him explain to me and the answer is no and here's why he didn't put that as a condition right he said all you got to do is what Ask, Ask and I will give it to you liberally. Yeah. Uh, so here's how I explain that is um, uh, I when my two grandsons uh, were, they're about three years apart. So uh, one of them, let's say, was 11 and the other one was like eight. And uh, they could stand there with me and they could both ask me a question and I would explain it. The 11-year-old could say, I understand that. That makes sense to me. I got it. The eight-year-old could say, I have no idea what you just said. Um, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I'm not following what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then do I say to that eight-year-old, you know, <laughs> shape up. You should be smarter. Too bad. <laughs> uh, I, I said it. You should hear what I said. Mm-hmm. Uh, or wait three years. You'll get it later. Yeah, you can't get it. Um you know, what's wrong with you? Do I say that to him? What do I say to him? No, instead, you actually 
change how you're teaching it so that he can understand it. You take it to where he's at and ready to receive it to help him step into it. Yeah. So what I say is, okay, let me communicate in a different way to you Mm -hmm. because at the moment you're not able to hear what somebody else could hear. Mm -hmm. That's okay. The burden isn't on you. It's on who? It's on me. Right. And that's what God says is, is the burden isn't on you. The burden is on me to get it to you in a way that you can understand it. And I will. But you have to have a heart to listen. But you got to stand in front of me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Don't walk away. Uh, Don't quit. Don't give up and say, well, I'll never get this anyway. So why bother? Mm -hmm. He said, if you ask me, you got to have settled. I'm going to get you this answer. Mm-hmm. And I'll do it in a way that you can understand it. Um, and so, um, it's it's a it's and all I can say is it's a hundred percent true, and it's remarkable mm-hmm. how it works. Uh, that I had a group of guys; uh, these were executives, and they were just learning. They they had heard, they'd seen one of their one of their friends learn to abide and start mm-hmm. to discern God's will, and they said, "Could we learn that?" Yeah. Uh, so I'm working with them as a group. Now, interesting enough, this group had no Bible knowledge at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about if I said turn to Luke, they didn't even know where that was. Wow. Okay. So, I mean, they're that kind of a rookie. They're believers, mm-hmm. but they've never been. But in, brand new, really hadn't spent time in never, the Word. Never yeah. been in the Word. Uh, and so, okay. Uh, but we're going to seek wisdom. We got to believe that God's going to get it to you. And we're going to start to teach you to abide and go to the word and, and be in the word. And so uh, they said, okay, uh, we're willing. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, now, there's no system to this. Uh, it's relationship. And I said, I don't know how God's going to do it, but the questions that you have, he'll start to give you answers mm-hmm. uh, if you have a heart to hear him. And by the way, you got to believe he'll get them to you. Okay. In a, in a sense, they had a little bit of a purity about them because they didn't know any better. <laughs> right, right. So they just said, okay, yeah, let's do that. Um, well, they start asking these questions about their life. And within a few days, a week or so, they come back. They said, I asked this question, and this is how I got this answer. I was reading a book. I saw something on TV. Somebody said something. Uh, I observed something. Uh, somebody helped me understand it, and God, I heard God internally say, pay attention. Mm-hmm. I'm getting you the answer, and they did hear that piece of it, um, and they started processing with no no spiritual maturity at all, none, mm-hmm. and they received, they received God's answer uh, so that um, you can trust that and get it settled, and as we seek wisdom— he said, uh, he said, it's not that complicated. <laughs> right. I love, as you describe that, I'm just reminded, um, even, you know, back to the retreat, we talked about doing this retreat at, at um, Dave and Melissa's recently and how everyone in the room was able, as we brought forth some different things that we were all praying over and some obstacles people were facing, everyone was able to speak into that. Now that particular room was a room full of, of people who are really, used to really seeking God to ask, seek and knock. And you guys have taught us well how to do that. Yet at the same time, one of the things that I think about in that is what you're talking about there 
is that maturity level is not what is what is central in that it is the heart to go and then he will speak and it says you know the bible says my sheep hear my voice and i think sometimes um we especially if we've been walking with jesus for a long time we can have the tendency um to disregard when god is speaking through a young believer yeah yeah and, and I think what you're talking about there is a, is just a great heart check there because God uses every part of the body and that willing, the willing heart to seek him is the key ingredient here, not the person who has been doing it for a zillion years. And faithfully, he can speak to any willing heart who is truly seeking him and has a heart to hear his voice. And so I'm just thinking about that. I think sometimes, like I said, we just neglect um, to recognize the sources. We tend to put an earthly value on whether we're going to listen to whether God is speaking through this person or not. Right. Yeah. So as we as we think about this aspect of how do we go about this is, well, it's always to ask for his will, ask for wisdom. What do you have to say about this? That's our first question. He says, I'll give it to you. You can trust it, and you got to believe I'll get it to you. And there's mm-hmm. no there's no condition other than ask and and expect. And yeah. so uh, as you're as you're understanding prayer, it's go back to the purity of well, what do you have to say about this particular situation I'm in, and I have an unresolved issue, and I have a concern, and I'd like you to uh, tell me what you want to do. I'm going to ask you, and I'm going to expect you to answer. And I would just say practice, start practicing that. And you're going to see the truth of it. And the key is you got to get it settled. So we'll pick it up uh, next time about, therefore, what do we do with the, with burdens? And what do we do when mm-hmm. things are struggling with us? How do we give that over to God? And we'll talk about that next. Good. And get some practicality of what that looks like too, yep. right? Yep. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us, everyone. I hope you found today encouraging and um, that even you just heard the sweetness of the promise that God has given there, that when we seek his wisdom, he will give it with liberality. And so amen to that. All right. We'll see you. We'll see you next time. All right. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.